0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly
1: coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain and that's why it- Everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and Hello and welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I'm your host, Francesca, and I am struggling, y'all. I'm struggling. This has probably been one of the toughest weeks of my life. And not because anything crazy has happened. Nothing's crazy has happened. I think it is the sheer monotony, monotony, how do you say it? Monotony monotony. You know what I'm talking about, the repetitiveness um, and the drudgery of a UK winter lockdown and looking after twins. I saw something on Instagram the other day that said looking after a baby isn't difficult, but trying to do anything else whilst looking after a baby is impossible. And that just really resonated with me because it's just occurred to me like, I'm so super thankful for this podcast taking off and the patreon taking off and it's incredible that this is my job now. It's absolutely incredible, and I'm so hashtag thankful, but I have not had a maternity leave at all, like I've not had one. I think I had maybe a week where I was in hospital and i I didn't do a podcast for a week, maybe I'm not sure, but I just haven't had a break and now praise be to Jesus, all of the UK salons and stuff are opening up. So I've got all that shit to deal with from afar. And I just feel so overwhelmed, so, so overwhelmed. And I know I have good people around me. And that's amazing. But it doesn't change the fact that I am the only adult in my household. And it is tough. With three children, it is fucking tough. Um I had my friends round last week. It's the first, I want to say night out that I've had in a year and a bit. But that would be a lie because it wasn't really a night out. It was in my back garden. That's all we're allowed to do here in the UK now is have garden parties. And I had five of my mum friends round. And then I suddenly was like, hang on, why don't I get the nanny round as well to look after the twins so that, I mean, I still have to feed them. That's the thing. Even when the nanny comes, it's not a break. Like I'm still having to feed them. Pretty much constantly. But I can't tell you how cathartic that was for my soul to have these five friends come round. We sat in my garden, we ordered Chinese, we had a fire pit, we drank a load of rose wine, we were like burning fence panels and singing along to five. I hate five, but they love it for some bizarre reason. And it was like a tonic for my soul. And so if you are feeling the effects of lockdown, if you're feeling isolated, and that's one of the the things as well. I feel like new mothers, they're always like, be so careful. Don't be isolated as a new mother. It's really dangerous. It, It can be a really lonely place. And then here we are having to raise babies in the deepest isolation that we've ever known as humankind. Because even during wars, we've never had to endure isolation like this. And I think just... I mean, I fucking hate Boris, but thank you, Boris, for the single parent support bubbles, because without that, I truly don't know what I would do. Um, and then I just feel anger as well. I feel I feel such anger that these twins' dad is not even involved, like, does, is not seeing them at all, because he wants everything on his terms. And it's like you could so be helpful right now, like you could so be helpful and so be adding to these babies lives. But instead, I'm just doing it all on my own. Anyway, that is my let's have a look four minutes of ranting. And it's out of the way. It's gone. It's done. And just a lesson that we are not always positive over here. Oh, no, 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 no. We can have our slumps. We can have our down days. We can have our spirals. But I think with the law of attraction, the important thing to know is the tools to pick yourself back up. And I always feel secure in the knowledge that I can let myself fall. There's some days where I fall. I drove to Asda and cried along to Adele today because that's how I felt. And that's okay. But it doesn't go into a spiral where I sink into a depression for months. In fact, probably by tonight, I'll be feeling fine. But the tools that I've learned through the books that I've read and the practices that I've done Give me what I need to be able to turn this all around and enable me to help myself. And one of the things we did a book recently called um, The Power of Focus by Jack Canfield. God, I love Jack Canfield. He may, 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 may be a guest on here soon, but we're just waiting to hear back. Bear with, bear with. Um, But he does this 4D approach, which is like delegate it, ditch it, do it or defer it. And it's all about positive procrastination and positively procrastinating on things that are not going to have an immediate effect on your life. Um, Delegating things to other people, that's something that I'm really trying to learn more to do and to sort of pass off the responsibility um of things. And I really do need to sit down today. This is one of my things I'm going to do is I'm going to sit down and go through my entire week and all of my responsibilities that happen on a weekly basis and see what can I automate? What can I defer? What can I delegate? And what can I just do? as James Clear says in the book, Atomic Habits, we do not rise to our goals. We fall to our systems. So I need to get my systems in place is basically what I'm saying. Anyway, this is Law of Attraction changed my life. And this week we are doing a question and answer. So I asked you on my Instagram, if you're not following me on Instagram already, i am at law of attraction changed my life um and i've got 19 questions i don't know whether we'll get through all of those but here we go we'll get through as many as we can beauty and the feast official which is one of the best instagram names i've ever seen is how do you deal with naysayers i firmly believe in the law of attraction and yet every time i mention it my partner says it's bullshit well I think most of us listening have been through this. Um, I find the best way is simply to live your life. Live your life and show them that it works. Live by example. Um, People will catch on soon enough. When you start working less, earning more, um, living the life of your goddamn dreams, having good things come to you. First of all, they'll say you're lucky and that it's a coincidence. And then after time, there will be nothing they can do but accept it. Um, So many people did not believe in the law of attraction in my life. And now that I've been teaching this for 10 years and I've got this podcast, like so many more people are open to it. But also use that as a little bit of motivation. When I first started this podcast, my ex-partner, my twin's father um, said, but what makes you qualified to have a podcast about this? What you think you know better than other people to tell them? And you might take that as a criticism. Well, I fucking did. Um Or something to get down about. But actually, I kind of love people being horrible to me because it just gives me such motivation to fucking prove them wrong. Anyway, the next question Roshan Sweeney, 28, says, I've been trying to manifest and I know that focusing on bad will attract it. Now I'm constantly thinking bad things in fear of attracting them. How do I get out of this negative mindset? So this is something that. Everyone who first discovers the law of attraction is terrified of. But what you've got to realise is you've gone through your whole life thinking negative thoughts. And now you're aware of them. That is one step closer. You are now aware of them. You can't control your thoughts, but you can put practices in place to ensure that you're focusing more on gratitude than you are on negativity. I think we have something like 50 million thoughts a day or that might not be right. Don't quote me on it. But it's a lot. You can't... um, control every thought that you have but something that we did recently in the super attractor book which I would highly recommend um, by Gabby Bernstein is a choose again method so every time you have a negative thought about something so yesterday I had a message from somebody at work at the salon in London and as soon as I hear from that I'm always like oh my god it's bad news and then of course it, if you think that, it often will follow. And so now I catch myself when I start thinking negative things like that. And you have a thing called a choose again method where you say, I forgive myself for having this initial thought. What else can I choose? the next best thing on like the emotional scale that it could be. So then I forgive myself and I say, well, actually, I'm open to the possibility that this could be good news. Um So I would definitely recommend the choose again method. Um There's more about it in the book Super Attractor um the manifest the manifesting gal says how do you handle people around you not believing in the law of attraction the book club and the law of attraction has literally changed my life in the best way i'm so pleased to hear that um i've already answered that though see above caroline gray makeup artist says i'm new to the law of attraction and have listened to all of your podcasts in the past week fucking hell What else have you done? Jesus, there's like 50 episodes or something. Well, that's dedication. You get a badge. Um, I'm a little confused about manifesting. In The Secret, it says to write down everything that you want. And I want to own property and travel freely. Those are great goals. Um, However, I just don't know what to manifest first. Should it be be me buying my first little home or should I just be manifesting my dream life? So glad I found you. I would say buying your home. Because there's a book called The 4-Hour Week. There's also another book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I would highly recommend reading both of these. That says that your home doesn't have to be a liability. It can actually be an asset. So for example, my apartment in London, I would live in that. And I would rent it out every other weekend on Airbnb. And the rental from the Airbnb actually covered my mortgage. So I was essentially living for free. And then those two weekends a month, I would go and stay with my mum and nan because I would want to visit family anyway. And that's how I saved up to buy my house. So another interesting thing with that, which is what I got from the four-hour work week is, so say you have a home somewhere. Mine was luckily in London. But to be honest, with Airbnb, you can do this anywhere in the UK. You can do this anywhere in the fucking world. I used to open up my diary for, say, a two-week period. So there was a bit of flexibility. And the first time I had somebody book in for a week-long stay, that was the date that I would go on holiday. And I remember once, um, about two years... And I remember about two years ago... I managed to rent out my apartment for, I think it was 780 pounds or seven, seven or 800 pounds, something like that. It was roughly like just over 100 pounds a night. And so my friend Sophia and I said that we were going to go on holiday and we found the most incredible holiday to Marrakesh, somewhere I've always wanted to go. Flights, transfers, food, it's all inclusive, everything. Bohemia loved it. For me and Bo was 300 and 20 pounds. I mean, it was ridiculously cheap, but it was so good. Um, And so I technically got paid, what, four or five hundred pounds to go to Marrakesh and have an incredible holiday for the week. So what I'm trying to say is graft now, get your home, and then you can live your dream life and you can use that home as an asset. You can use it. Some people have a real hard time with that, but Once you start to see the rewards of doing it, you will not give a shit. Do things like get hard floors that are really easily cleanable. Get a leather sofa that you can wipe clean rather than fabric. All these kind of things. Mattress protect. Things like this if you're feeling a bit like, oh, I don't want people staying in my home. I have had some of my best experiences in life because I've been able to rent out my flat in London and I'm So thankful for it. Uh, Natalie D Hopkins says, how to recognize when the universe is delivering you something that you may not like to get you ready for what you manifested. For example, time to heal and a big realization. So this is something that I've struggled with. And for years, I've been a really controlling manifester. And I think that's why my outcomes have always been really specific. And people have found them quite like, whoa, that's crazy. Like, how did you meet your husband when you put a picture of him on your vision board three years before? Like it's very insane things like that. But something that I've learned only recently, because I'm still on a learning journey with this the whole law of attraction thing, is that you have to be open to something better or you have to be open to co-creating with the universe and not just creating by yourself. Because sometimes the universe has a much better better and bigger idea than you could ever have dreamed of. And so again, I feel like I keep referring back to these books, but I'm honestly learning so much in these book clubs. Um, In Super Attractor, Gabby talks a lot about how you can see, you can perceive so-called bad things that happen in your life actually as blessings and how you can see them as putting you on the right path, redirecting you, teaching you a lesson. Um, And I find that that really, really helps. Leanne Marsh says what sentences can I say to manifest something or someone so I recently I think it was in fact last week I did an episode all about how to write amazing affirmations so you basically want to put it in the in the current tense what's that called past future present. present. You want to put it in the present tense and you want to include certain aspects to this sentence. So how it makes you feel, um, specifics, you want it to be really specific. And something that I've learned as well is to always put there this or something better. Um, But the key with affirmations or sentences that you can say to manifest something, any kind of manifesting process is consistency. It is more important that it's something you do on a daily basis. You could have the best fucking sentence. That you've ever created, like the best affirmation with the most high vibe words that make you feel so great. But if you don't say it consistently, it ain't going to work. Lulu191 says, What do you do to identify your limiting beliefs and what do you do to recover from them? This is very difficult because your limiting beliefs come from often very deep rooted events that have happened earlier in your life and then you seek out circumstances and situations in your life that reinforce those beliefs. That's what we do. Um, Again, I am learning this from this month's book, Atomic Habits. Um, And so you need to rewire your brain. And that is hard. You can do it through therapy. You can do it through your own self-work, shadow work, um, NLP. Is that what it's called? EFT tapping. All of these things, there's lots of different methods. But you basically want to, tell yourself a new story. What is your new truth? And then find evidence to back it up continually. Um, It's hard. It's really, really hard. For example, one thing that I find really obvious in my life is that I did not enjoy my mum and dad's marriage at all. I did not enjoy that union one bit. And then when my mum became single for a couple of years in like my early teens, we had the best fucking time for a couple of years. And I was really happy. And then when she got another sort of toxic relationship, it went back to being really sour. And so for me, I can see how my limiting belief is that people that are in couples are unhappy people that are in couples are forced to make compromises all the time, people that are single are having the best time of their lives. And then situations and circumstances in my life, I seek out things that reinforce that belief. I will see the arguing couple on holiday, but I won't see the couple having fun. So you need to change what you're seeing. You need to change your frequency and your vibration. But it's fucking hard work. But good for you for even trying to overcome this. Like this shows that you are on a bright path. You're on the path of self-development. You will find strategies to help you um, and just keep at it. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you, like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. Debbie511 wins the favourite question of the week. What has been your favourite manifestation since starting the monthly book clubs? But I have to say, I think my favourite one was back when I found out I was having twins and then I was I had an early DNA test and I was told that I was having boys and I absolutely refused to believe it. I made a vision board for my phone screensaver. Um I just absolutely refused to believe it. I bought twin girl clothes um and I just really, really doubled down on the magic because I find the magic to be, it's pretty basic, but it's very transformative if you're really dedicated to it. And then sure enough, the company called me back a couple of days later after I'd had a mild nervous breakdown and said, oh, sorry, we got it wrong. You're having two girls. Um, I think that will be one of my favourite feelings and manifestations for the rest of my goddamn life. Lotusium says, How do you sit back and relax and not obsess about what you want and trust the universe will deliver? Again, this is something the more you practice it, the more it will come. And one thing that I read in a book that I always remember is it says, If you make an order with Amazon, you don't keep checking to see if it's going to be delivered, you trust that it's going to come. You've ordered it, you've got it, it's coming. Um, and it's the same with the universe. If you have that needy energy of keep checking, is it coming? Is it coming? Are you sure? It's not going to come. You need to just sit back, relax, get yourself in the right vibration, live your life on a high vibe and it will come. But that just truly comes with experience and time. Like the more that you do this, the more um, the more it will come naturally. But even now, even after like 10, 12 years, it's still hard. Um, Jens 901 says this is not really a question. Okay. I've been listening to your podcast and it's been a real eye opener. After this, I read The Secret and have been practicing the magic. I was manifesting buying a flat and guess what? After two weeks of reading the magic, I found the perfect flat to which I had enough deposit for it and have received more money, which I have now put towards the deposit. You know how expensive buying in London is. Oh girl, I do. Now I'm in the process of buying it. You have inspired me to really believe in this process. Thank you so much. The real secret is removing negativity, being as positive as possible and being grateful for everything we have. Jen. Jen, well fucking done. Buying an apartment in London, what a fucking blessing. And also make the most of that no um, stamp duty right now. Anyone that's thinking of buying, you've got to get in before the 31st of uh, June because there's no stamp duty. So Congratulations. Well done. You're doing it. You're killing it. Rhiannon Irvine says, what are the essential practices to do on a daily basis to maintain the law of attraction? Currently doing the magic and I want to know how to continue once I've finished the book. I love your podcast, by the way. Thank you, Rhiannon. I would say basic things like doing a gratitude list in the morning, having some affirmations. If you don't, have your own affirmations. I would highly recommend Paul. I think I've mentioned this a few times like Better With Paul podcast. He has morning and bedtime affirmations that are truly incredible. Little things like at nighttime when you go to bed saying what the best thing that was happened to you that day was. Just little things like that. They're going to be different for everyone. Wave of the Flood says to manifest, you need to believe you already have it. In some areas, this is easy, but less so in others when you've had a rejection a number of times. How do you advise going about this in the face of evidence that it's not as possible as you'd hope? So, I'm going to steal this again from the recent book, Super Attractor. So, in that book, they were saying that how. If you are like standing in front of the mirror and you're saying, I love my body and you're looking and you're like, I fucking hate my body. Like, I just feel so unhappy with this, 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 this. It's really unrealistic and it can actually exacerbate how you feel negatively about your body. And so what she says is don't reach for the top scale feeling or the top scale affirmation, just try and reach for the next best feeling. So you can stand in front of the mirror and say, I'm open to the possibility of loving my body and I appreciate that my body keeps me alive like just things like that, just start off small. And the thing is with that is it will have a compound effect. The more that you say like smaller, lower vibration um, affirmations, like that are just a little step up from what you really feel, you can then build on that. That will start to work and it will have an effect. And then you can start to reach for the next best feeling. And then the next best feeling, then before you know it, you're going to fucking love your body. So that's how I would do that. And finally, it's Kelly, baby. I'm trying to get back into the secret again, but I'm struggling to find the excitement this time. I've completed it in January, but I'm kind of in a manifestation slump right now and looking for advice to get re-motivated to manifest. So the thing with the magic is, it is, oh wait, you said the secret, but I think you mean the magic. I think you do. The thing with the magic is, it is a fucking slog and it is boring. Like it's really hard to do. And for that reason, I tend to never do it more than twice a year. And you will feel naturally gravitated towards it when it's your time to do the magic. Don't force it because if you're not feeling inspired and excited at the start, you are not going to see it through the whole 28 days. And guess what? There's so many other practices out there that you can do. I mean, we have been doing a different book each month. I would say super attractor I mean, these books aren't meant to be manifesting processes, but the way that I do them is we basically read a chapter once every one to two days. I do a podcast per chapter and I space it out over the whole month so that the exercises in the book, we actually give ourselves time to actually do them rather than just reading the whole book in two days. Um, And you can kind of make any self-development, self-help book into a month-long process. So I would highly recommend Super Attractor I would highly recommend if you're into like business and stuff or just productivity or motivation, atomic habits or um, The Power of Focus. Those have been brilliant books for us. Or why don't you try something like The Miracle Morning? Just a 30-day challenge of doing The Miracle Morning. Um, You don't always have to do the magic. You can switch it up and do different things. But also remember, we all do have low points. I mean, just refer back to the beginning of this podcast. If you've got this far, if you didn't switch off after two minutes of me ranting about how shit my life is today. Um, And I say today because I do recognise that I don't have a shit life. I'm just having a Shit day, um, then yeah, that is what I would recommend. But anyway, thank you everybody for all of your questions. I didn't read a couple just because, to be honest, the babies are asleep and it's like a ticking time bomb. I do not know when they're going to wake up. Um, I feel like I'm constantly on the edge of my seat. Um, but actually, as yes, I've just said that, I think I need to use the law of attraction with the twins more because ever since I found out, I was, I'm just having an epiphany now. Like ever since I found out I was pregnant. I was so devastated because my story in my head was twins are hard, twins are hard, twins are fucking hard. Um I wasn't excited about having twins. Okay, I was excited about the matching clothes, but apart from that I was not excited about it. Um I really truly believed that it would give me a really difficult life. And maybe that's what I'm kind of creating. Um and so maybe I need to start using, not even maybe, definitely, I need to start using the law of attraction and saying positive affirmations about the twins, i.e. they are not teeth or like their their teething journey is pain-free. Um, they sleep through the night. They have more than enough attachment. All of these things, because that is a massive thing in my life. It probably, you know, their well-being and how they are, affects me more than work, more than home, more than anything. Um So yeah, maybe I'll do that. Also, good news, guys. So you'll know that I have been manifesting my house to be extended. Oh, God, what a wild ride it's been. I now have my builder, We've got the quote. It's all good. It's going ahead. He's going to bring me some brick samples. I've got to move out for a month, which is going to be a bit wild. I was initially dreading it, but now I'm thinking, "Hang on, I get to go and live with my mum and nan for a month. This is going to be like a holiday." Um so I'm really, really excited about that. To actually see one of my manifestations come true is incredible because this time last year, I was literally sitting in my house thinking that I was going to lose my house because I'd lost all my income and coronavirus, etc., etc. So thank you, thank you, thank you, universe, for always showing me the way and always opening up my possibilities. So forever grateful, forever grateful. Okay, I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Sorry I've been a bit of a Debbie Downer today, but I always want to be real with you and let you know that, you know, it's not normal to always be super high. Like we all have our down days and today is one of those goddamn days. I will see you next week. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too. Bye. Millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below.
0: Hold up. What was that?